Megan Hicks of I Run Far. I'm with Courtney DeWalter. It's a couple days before the 2023 Western States Endurance Run. We're in Olympic Valley, Courtney. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Two Minnesotans being overly nice to each other. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, You're back at Western States. It's been four years since you've been here, five years since you've won this race. Do you feel like a whole different ultra runner coming back to a familiar place or what's the feeling for you? Uh, I hope that I'm a different ultra runner than I was four years ago or five years ago. I'm, I can't believe it's been that long. Actually, I hadn't done the math or processed the math on it, but that's quite some years. Um, yeah, I mean, I hope over the years and by doing more races and learning more about training and the mental side, I'm always changing and hopefully getting better. Um, But we'll see. I'm just so excited to be back and to get out on that course again. In 2019, when I was last year, I didn't finish. And those last 20 miles, I would love to get to and enjoy and uh, finish. So that's a huge motivator. Yeah, you had, it was like a hip injury and you made it to the river and I think you limped to Greengate at mile 80, and is that where you stopped last time? Yeah, it was a hip injury, and it started on Cal Street. Okay. So we walked quite a bit of Cal oh. Street, um, which I'm really excited to then hopefully properly do Cal Street. Yep. Um, and yeah, got to the green, got to Greengate where my crew was and pulled the plug there just mm-hmm. because we didn't know what the injury was. So is that sort of like the mantra for this time is like get to Green Gate and like just be able to enjoy the last ribbon a trail? Yeah, I think it should be like manage the day through all of the pieces so that when I get to Green Gate, we get to actually run it and uh, finish on that track. Um, you have the fifth fastest women's finishing time in a race that has a near 50 year history. Like Running under 17 and a half hours at this race is pretty serious. What brings you back after a performance like that? Um, a couple of things. For sure, not finishing the last time I tried. I think uh, the first time in 2018 when I did finish, like afterwards I knew that there were ways I could do the course better and there I had left myself some room for improvement. Mm-hmm. So in 2019, not getting to actually see that through um, is a huge draw to be back at it. Another draw for it is that I've lined up this double for Western States and Hard Rock. And um, I really, really, really want to finish Western States so that I actually have the potential to do the double. Mm. I think you're one of four people who are doing this pretty awesome double this year a three-week break between western states 100 and hard rock 100 what is the mentality going into 100 mile race number one knowing that hard rock looms (laughs) i um it's probably not correct but all i'm thinking about right now is western states and uh i will race it like it's my only hundred 
And then we will just see <laughs> what those three weeks look like and how I can piece myself back together to be ready for hard rock. Well, you already answered my next question that you're you're racing this race for this race and not thinking beyond this finish line. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to finish this one. Um, you're always uh, open-ended about your training, um, but Western states and hard rock are like, I don't know, both ends of the 100-mile spectrum, to put it lightly. Did you just train a variety of things? Did you think, okay, like I should do something that's Western state specific? I should do something that's hard rock specific? Did you think about that at all? Or are you just winging this? <laughs> I thought a lot about the things okay. I should do. <laughs> And then what did, did you do? <laughs> Good question. Um, it felt like basically anything was going to be useful in some way. Mm. So I, it was almost like more freedom to just do what sounded good on the day huh. and like, oh, do a mountain with poles or, you know, run some more runnable trails, try and find some speed, like all of that like suddenly was going to be useful yeah. in the next few weeks. And That's so- That's really interesting. Yeah, it was like, uh, I didn't have a plan. I didn't intentionally do specific days for either race, but it felt very much wide open. Like everything will pay off somehow this summer. Um, but we'll see if I did enough of the right things. <laughs> So there's some snow out there. Like um, we're looking at snow not far away from the starting line of this race. Did you know that by living and training all winter in Leadville, you were going to be so well prepared for a California race? I had no idea, but that's kind of cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a lot of snow um, on the course this weekend and a lot of snow in the San Juans at Hard Rock. So <laughs> there's where they overlap and have some similarities. Also, there must be some overlap in like candy and snack consumption, like anything in your training goes, anything always goes. Yeah, you've been like a um, sort of a study of your 100 mile nutrition through time, sort of tweaking it when something stops working working towards something else how like where is nutrition looking for you looking for you these days for 100 miles for during the race mm. or can we just talk about candy well, okay <laughs> how about one uh one answer about the race and then candy <laughs> um yeah i mean or we can just talk about candy how, all i can think about now is all the bags of candy right inside this house <laughs> As part of yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I think um, that will be interesting because for the two races coming up, um, they're so different and like the heat and fast pace of Western States this weekend is having me lean more towards uh, liquid mm -hmm. calories for sure. So I think in our plan, we have... Um, liquids starting full on at Forest Hill to the finish. So no candy, no delicious <laughs> slices of pizza. We'll be going full liquid till we get to that track. And I hope that that will work um, with the conditions and the pace. And then save the pizza and the potatoes and things like that for Hard Rock? Yeah, that caters better for those solid foods, I think. Mm. 
Do you want to talk about candy? <laughs> Always. How much time do we have? <laughs> are you, uh, yeah, are you going to be eating any candy in this race or is this uh, just your race week taper activity? Uh, race week taper is definitely including candy. <laughs> what are we leaning on in the taper? Currently, uh, Nerds Gummy Clusters. Okay. Very good. Jelly Beans, M&M's for what we've got going. Jelly bean flavors specifically. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah 49 you... flavors. <laughs> All 49. <laughs> yes. Um, last question for you. Uh, the neighborhood here is very like bear fortified. Um, this is like a bear centric part of the world. Have you seen a bear? What, what will happen if you see a bear when you're running at the front of this race this weekend? What's the bear preparation mentality? Uh, I have not seen a bear yet. I have been looking. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I I think it'd be cool to see some wildlife during, but also um, to see it from a, a safe feeling distance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and while I would love to see a bear cub and how cute and fluffy it would be, I think I would prefer to not encounter one of those. That sounds pretty safe. Yeah. Good. I better Google, though, what bears are out here and uh, what my best uh, strategy is if I do see them. We can show you the giant bear prints we saw yesterday on the course. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Best of luck to you on Saturday on your 100-mile run from Olympic Valley to yeah Placer High School. Best of luck with cuddling a bear. Thank you. <laughs>